It seems obscene that we were keen on Adam Shaheen and Ladarius Green. Let's travel back in time and unravel the schemes. Checking out our teams as Podly Dream. JT103, maybe you would see me. Trading back in Superflex to snag a QB. Got hindsight now to unravel the past. Back to the future because the value moves fast. You could go back to 2015. Tell yourself that Mariota's not at all what he seems. Or maybe a couple years ago that Josh Allen punchline really can throw. In the here and now, we'll make the world all right. Help you in the future with the past insight. In the time machine, from here you'll see everything it takes to build a dynasty. T to the I to the M to the E M A to the C H I N E. T to the I to the M to the E M A to the C H I N E. They're up to 88 miles per hour, and they're ready to go back in time to look at trades so you don't have to. Here are the hosts of the Dynasty Time Machine, Bob Gilchrist and John Bosch. Welcome in to the Dynasty Time Machine. I'm Bob Gilchrist. With me, as always, John Bosch. How you doing, John? Doing all right, Bob. Doing all right. Uh, you know, always having fun in the uh, Dynasty Trades Discord, talking about people's teams and trades, whether they're contenders or not, stuff like that. So always fun. Folks should come over and join us. We are there to answer every, every question. I haven't got over there as much as I would like, but I have popped in a few times. And John, I see John, I see Russ Fisher answering lots of questions, and there will be more content coming your way. So definitely sign up for that. Yeah, J. Mike's got his awesome recap thread every week, which is nice because I don't get to watch every game start to finish. Uh, I think he does. I think he does the condensed watching and makes makes some notes as he goes through. So it's real nice. Everyone loves to hear from J. Mike. Obviously. All right, let's get started with a 24-year-old quarterback. Youngin. This quarterback was traded on August 22nd along with Trey Lance and Jonathan Taylor. This quarterback plus Lance plus Taylor. For... Jamar Chase and CMC. Blockbuster. That is a blockbuster. Um, sheesh. I mean, this so 822, that was obviously before Lance's injury. Um, and he had a lot of value. I gotta go with the quarterback side. I'm trying to think who this quarterback could be. I mean. To pull these kinds of names, Chase is super valuable. Taylor more valuable than CMC, but I mean, it's not like it was, it's not an enormous gap. So maybe this isn't, because uh, Lance what it, Lance and Chase probably weren't terribly far off value-wise. So this guy, this, it could have been just a, uh, a little bit of a seal the deal throw in. Hmm. 24. Fields, uh, Fields would have been, that would have been expected to do more. It wasn't his his value hadn't dropped yet. I don't know. Go on. We'll we'll see if we can get there. Um, I will pick. I'm gonna pick the um, 
much as I like Chase and you know that, and I don't really care about the difference between Taylor and CMC because they're both running backs. So who cares? <laughs> um, I'm going to take the double quarterback side. Okay. And right after the season started on September 10th, could have been Hurts maybe. People didn't this like quarterback, well. along with a 2023 second, was traded for Jalen Waddle. Oh, right. So it is, a, it's going to be. He's got a little value to hang on to uh, to pull. Yeah, I mean Waddle is you know I love Waddle. So mm-hmm. <sighs> who could this be? That might have been like I think Trevor Lawrence would be more I I think Fields would probably have been more Tua. Somewhere in that range. Hertz was probably more Tua. See, this is just I value the quarterback more. Um hmm. I'm gonna who could the quarterback be that would make me really upset? That's who Bob would probably bring. <laughs> um, especially if he's got Waddle on the other side. Uh, I'm going to regret this one. I'll take the quarterback, but I have a feeling it's going to be somebody I'm not thinking of, and I'm going to regret it. See, that that brings up a great tip for all of our listeners is know your yeah. league mates is one of the most valuable pieces yeah. In fantasy Clearly football. at this point, I should be going Waddle because it's going to end up being like Daniel Jones or something. Like that. <laughs> no, Daniel Jones in a second wouldn't have gotten Waddle. On October- oh, you could bring Mac up. You could bring up Mac Jones because of last night because he got benched. I'm going to tell you it's not Mac Jones. Oh, okay. I, I, I I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> I've got to I've got to process that whole situation. The Patriots lost to the Bears. I yeah they yeah got that, destroyed. That was rough. Bob's a Patriots fan, folks. Don't feel um, Now, I know I've probably brought this trade up, but it was back uh, on October 1st. And there's no way that you remember that. So, <laughs> no. this quarterback, along with DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, and Daniel Bellinger. Danny Belly. Was traded for Andy Dalton, Marquez Valdez Scantling, and Kyle Pitts. Huh. I mean, Dalton, MVS, don't care. Danny Belly's whatever. Like, I'd probably give a third for him, even though he is injured right now. So maybe I wouldn't. But, uh, like, he had he had risen to at least worth a third. Uh, but I'm just kind of crossing all those players out. So it's basically Pitts versus DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, and whoever the mystery quarterback is. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, hmm. It's got to be a quarterback that's really going to make me mad. Who would it? Who could it be? I really I like most of the young guys, so I, I bet I took pits in the last time you asked this. Um I don't know. It, it's really hard for me to say not pits, but uh if this quarterback is anybody good, I'm gonna have to take the quarterback side. Okay. 
Now this this feels like a massive spend for Pitts. Good lord! Like I'm gonna take the not Pitts side. I wonder what I took last time. Uh, I'm gonna guess you probably took the Pitts side at that point. Oh, it's so gonna be a bad quarterback. Who is the who's and it's not Mac or Daniel Jones. October fifteenth, this quarterback along with Chris Godwin in a 2023 second was traded for Jamar Chase again. Oh, I mean, I'm, (laughs) I'm I'm taking Chase this time um, because it's got, I I don't know who this quarterback is, but it's clearly somebody I'm not going to like, and I'm not passing up Chase in multiple deals. I passed up Waddle already. I passed up Chase once. I'm taking Chase this time. I even passed up Pitts. I'm taking Chase this time just so I get one of these that doesn't make me mad. Kenny Pickett. Okay. Yeah, I did not think about him. Uh, he, and well, he was a little bit older. I didn't think you would guess him. That's right. He is he is older. Like I would have if I would have think if you would ask me his age, I'd have said like oh, probably like 22. Right. <laughs> I would not have said 24. Um Okay, so Pickett, Lance Taylor or Chase CMC um, there's a good chance that's the Chase CMC side for me. Uh, Trey Lance and Chase probably were even, they're not anymore. I mean, at this point, I'd rather have Chase and CMC Taylor, not that big of a difference. Literally like Kenny Pickett just, um, doesn't move the needle for me. I don't, I don't know that I drafted him anywhere. I think I basically just always took wide receivers anytime he was available. So I should probably look, but I, I don't think he's on. Yeah, because I don't think he's on any of my rosters unless I got him like for a discount in an auction or something. He was going around the sixth in drafts. Yeah, and somewhere around there in Superflex. You could have Alave. You could yeah. have uh, I love you know. <laughs> so yeah, I often went with a wide receiver instead. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I would definitely take Jalen Waddle over him. That I mean, that's a smash. Uh so DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, and Pickett or Pitts. Uh, Fine, I'll, I'll I'll gamble on the upside of Pitts. <laughs> like it's gonna look. Wow, and that's the biggest discrepancy Pitts that they're ruining at this point. Atlanta is ruining Pitts and Drake London. <laughs> this is their fourth pick and their eighth pick overall. Like that's just maybe it's going to continue. I can't wrap my head around the fact that Atlanta's upper management is going to be okay with a coach basically telling them F off to your last first round picks the last two years. Like, yeah, great. Thanks for getting them. We're not going to feature them. We're not going to use them. One target for Drake London and uh Pitts had like, I don't know, three or four or something in a game. They were getting destroyed by like everything in the world said that game should have gone to the point where they were actually throwing the ball And Mariota had like 13 attempts. I mean, they, they could have just literally packed it up and left the field and just been like, nah, all right, we already got outscored in the first quarter. Game's over. Let's just leave. Oh, my God. Like, I – sorry. I cannot take Arthur Smith. Um, I believe he gets fired even though even though he could, honest to God, make the playoffs. <laughs> like, even if he makes the playoffs, if they make it doing this, i got to believe that the upper management is like, that is not the team that we – got for you to put on the field. <laughs> right. You are going to utilize these assets that we invested in. That's just 
a guess at how management would, you know, work with an employee. Management usually believes they're right on things. Um, I mean, history will tell you that Atlanta likes to throw the ball around the yard. I mean, Julio Jones, they, um, they've had, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, but we're not even, it's different or different, you know, different people involved and stuff now, but still like same owner ownership. Yep. And there's, if they, why would they have taken pits in London? If this was the plan, like that just, all right. It's got to change at some point, so I'm still going to take pits there because I really just I can't pick it. I just have zero interest in, just zero. Uh, Godwin in a second for Chase plus Pickett. Yeah, give me Chase. I mean, Chase is really close to my number one receiver. Like it's him and Jefferson. In I like who Chase I, is paired I, with I like a hell Chase, of a yeah. lot more than who Jefferson is paired with. Yeah, and that's and I think that's that a connection that's going to be around for a while together. So I that's have no problem matters. putting Chase as my favorite receiver <laughs> out there. Um, God, Kenny Pickett, yeah, gross, Bob. That, that was that was kind of mean. I'd rather yeah. you brought Mac Jones. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. We did get to see we did get to see Pickett on uh, primetime this week for the first time, and um, just wanted to get a little feel of where you are at with him. The calculator had some good trades with him. Disinterested. Okay, moving on to running back. Pickett's like max upside would be like what Bailey Zappi. Oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a Brady shirt. Uh, we are moving on to running back. This 23 year old running back, along with CD Lamb, in a 2023 first. That's a lot. This is this is a lot of assets. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. I mean. And it's super flex. If you're giving yes. up Lamb, a young running back, and a first, you better be getting something really good back. And this uh, was on August 18th. Uh, <laughs> I have a guess at who it might be. When was this done? Was this August James 18th? Robinson was traded. <laughs> That's my my first guess is Travis Etienne because of uh, the recent situation with James Robinson. Just so that you can. Point out that James Robinson was traded, and now he'll be back up to Michael Carter instead. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to think it's Travis Etienne. I could take Mahomes. I mean, that's a that's a lot of value, but I'll take Mahomes. I'd rather give all that up and get Josh Allen. <laughs> I would have approached the Josh Allen manager first, um, mm-hmm. and tried to get him, but I would settle for Mahomes for this. Hopefully that first ends up being a late first. Okay. Just after the season started. This is September 13th. While ETN still wasn't getting all the bulk of the work. Okay. This running back along with T Higgins was traded for Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that would have been a gutsy move at that point because McCaffrey was healthy. 
uh, ETN wasn't playing. What like was this? Um, I'm going to take the not Christian McCaffrey side because I am a big fan of tearing down from a guy like Christian McCaffrey and getting T Higgins, who, you know, I love, uh, makes me very, very happy. And if it is ETN, I feel pretty good about that. That that was whoever did that at the beginning of the season. That's a gutsy move. And I think it's paying off for him. That's why you tear down from running backs. Who cares? Okay. October 2nd. Bob is trying so hard not to look at me every time I say Travis ETN. That this running back, Travis along Etienne. with Sony Michelle, <laughs> was traded for Damian Pierce, David Bell, and a 2023 20, second. Okay, so Travis Etienne or Pierce in a second. Um, The only, I don't really have a massive difference between Pierce and ETN. Um, I like ETN better, but like value-wise, I, I have them really close. Production-wise, I think it'll be fairly similar. I, I think I'll take the second as the tiebreak. Um, so I'm going to take the not Travis ETN side. Okay. It's not going to be, you're going to be so happy if it's not ATN and you're going to be like, yeah, it wasn't him. <laughs> On this past Saturday, this running back, along with Najee Harris. Oh, hello. And a 2023 third were traded for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I will take the not Christian McCaffrey side. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, this is what I preach to do with running backs. If I have to go back and get Christian McCaffrey right before the playoffs of fantasy, fine. I'll pay whatever it takes. If he's healthy and I am going for the championship, whatever, I'll pay for it then. But to get the offer right now to break uh, to break Christian McCaffrey down the ETN and Najee Harris, hopefully it's ETN. <laughs> it's ETN. <laughs> Oh, I like it when I actually nail one right away. Because uh, you do a pretty good job of trying not to let me know, but you go so hard at trying to not look at me. Like, I finally think I figured out that tail. You're going to have to change up your tail. <laughs> I got a new one for you. Uh, so looking looking back at the trades, um, ETN, the first in Lamb for Mahomes, I would give that for Mahomes. Um I mean, just having one of those big quarterbacks is dominant. As much as it's really nice to be able to break them down and get a whole bunch of assets, at this point right now, I want to have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I want those guys in my starting lineup. You're going to see those teams going through the playoffs in fantasy. Teams with Josh Allen, teams with Mark Andrews, teams with Travis Kelsey, teams with Mahomes, teams with those dominant, dominant guys that – just dominate the person that's lined up against them. Essentially, you know, if you compare roster to roster in a matchup, that there's just a huge advantage. You're, you're starting out with, you know, what, like 10 more points than your opponent, probably just off one guy. Like that's huge. It's probably more than that for Josh Allen, but for Mahomes, that's still fine. Um, 
ETN and Higgins for Christian McCaffrey. Yep, that I would certainly have taken the not Christian McCaffrey side. Uh, ETN and Najee. It's probably a little closer now. I, I, I wonder where ETN versus Najee is um, in the calculator. I bet you they're getting close. ETN may have passed him at this point. ETN has passed him. Wow, that's crazy. Um, I mean, that yeah. was definitely like, you know, two months ago. It was definitely Najee quite a distance from ETN. That's running backs, folks. They're within, um, they're within four points, but it's... I, w- I wonder what it was a couple months ago, though. I bet I bet ETN was a fir- almost the value of a first ahead of ETN. Harris above ETN. And that's how quickly that gap is closed. Um, the Pearson ETN, they, yeah, I mean, that's the, the second's the tie break for me. Like, I, 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 I would take either of the players. The second's the tie break. Like it's running backs, so um, they're both healthy. They're that's they're both playing. They're both getting the bulk of their work. Like that's great, and they're both young, you know. So they they wash out, and I'll just take the second as the tiebreak. And I'm looking at the calculator right now, and it is it's more um, that Najee has come back down to. Oh yeah, he has fallen um, drastically. He, his value has cut in half. Um, I think ETN's value is going to go up, especially now that they, I mean, they, they made the clear cut decision. There is no going back now. J. Michael Hasty is not going to even be a threat. Not that, not that James Robinson was a super big threat to ETN. Uh, once they seem to have made that shift. Now it's now they're all in on Travis ETN. I mean, they invested in him in the draft. And this is what they do with running backs. Well, unless you're Atlanta, you, then you just you don't care about your first round picks and stuff like that, whatever. Um, but uh, I mean, <laughs> this is why I preach: hey, when a when a team invests in a running back, that's when I believe in that running back. Because they, they, I mean, they put a ton in the ETN. How are they not going to go this route? And it's paying off. He's good. <laughs> He's he was just hurt. Yeah, I mean. They they held on to Robinson because they wanted to see how he came back from the injury. Yep. He came back great. And they got a sixth round, possibly a fifth round pick. I mean, yep. that that's the Jets showing interest in Robinson, in my opinion. You yeah, don't sure. you don't think so. <laughs> I mean, they showed some they showed more interest than than the Jags, because they gave up something for him. Uh, it, honestly, that that's probably I, that's probably why I should take ETN over Damian Pierce because Damian Pierce was not a heavy investment for the Texans, and he could just go right the James Robinson route <laughs> and be passed up. But Damian Pierce wasn't a huge investment for me on any of the teams where I have him, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay getting just this year out of him. Basically, it's a running back. Who cares? Right. I'm not going out and paying a first for him. <laughs> well, we're going to move on to wide receiver. All righty. Well, this... Let me see if I can guess who it is. <laughs> Kidding. And this was on August 12th. <clears throat> this wide receiver was traded for the New York Jet running back, James Robinson, <laughs> and Adam Thielen. Oh, God. Oh my God! What are we doing, Bob? How far down? Did you give me an age? It's got to be like an eighty-year-old wide receiver. Twenty-three-year-old wide receiver. What? Who the hell would 
Thielen and James Robinson on a 23-year-old. I don't care who the 23-year-old receiver is. There's nobody that like retired at 23, is there? Uh, I, I will take whoever the 23-year-old wide receiver is. Oh, my God. I mean, you had to have gone down on the list here, which means you're just it's somebody you're interested in talking about. So I wonder who it is. And just after the season started, on September 7th, this wide receiver, along with Kareem Hunt, was traded for Amon Ross St. Brown and Noah Fant. Well, I mean, I whoever it is, I looking back, I, I am taking oh, man, what? How could it be how could this receiver equal Amon Ross St. Brown, even if you add Hunt to him? But also equal James Robinson and Thielen. All right. Um I mean, I mean, I'm taking the Amon Ross St. Brown side here. Um, he's the known. I have no idea who this other receiver is now because those are two drastically different values. Mm-hmm. It definitely was. Trading is fun, people. It's fun. Right. This wide receiver, along with Brandon Ayuk, okay. And a 2024 first. Which, was, go get those folks. I Hopefully you're listening to Dynasty Wall Street and you hear Kane talking about that 24 class already. Holy moly. Like, 23 picks are probably already off limits. Go start getting 24s. <laughs> Pile them up now. So all that was packaged for Stefan Diggs. Ooh, okay. So I'm basically just going to get rid of this James Robinson deal and trade. X that out of my mind. Um, so it's not a terrible player. Uh, somebody just made a bad trade. Um, or they're a massive James Robinson fan. You never know. Bob, who did you trade for on that date? Uh, let's see here. Um, Ayuk, a first. Diggs. Who could close that gap? I don't think you'd bring T. Higgins because we already kind of touched on T. Higgins, but somewhere around him, maybe. Um, I'm I'm gonna gamble that this is actually a pretty good 23-year-old receiver. Um, I don't know who it is though. It's very annoying. Uh, I'm going to gamble and I'll take the IUK first and mystery receiver side. Love Diggs, but Diggs is the kind of player now that if I can, if I can tear down and I can get a great return. This is where just what I talked about the other day in my Tuesday trade thread, um, kind of buying back some years from elite players. Okay. And just yesterday, or actually it was Saturday. My apologies. On October 22nd, um, this wide receiver, along with Najee Harris, was traded for Jonathan Taylor. Oh, man. A lot of Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey talk. I am I I don't know who this is. I have been trying. It took me a while to get rid of a Jonathan Taylor. Um, I am happy to break down Jonathan Taylor right now. 
into whoever this young receiver is plus Najee Harris. Hopefully it's not a terrible, terrible wide receiver. Hopefully the value is closer to what the digs in the Almond Ross St. Brown side. Then I'm going to feel pretty, pretty good about this. Um, what kind of value do you think he's at? The the value of this receiver? Yeah. I mean, to get from Najee to JT right now, it's probably like a first and a half. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe closer to two first, maybe like a first and two seconds or something like that. Okay. What if I say it's Gabriel Davis? Oh, I mean, his value is high. Oh, man. But it makes sense. The preseason trade was yeah. not. Uh, I'm not as in on Gabe Davis as others. Um, oof. He's not. He's not. He Jamar, he's, he's not T. Higgins. He's not T. Higgins. <laughs> he's not T. Higgins. That's for sure. He's not the uh, A. A uh, one one B, he's definitely a two. I mean, he is worth more than a first. He might be worth about a first and a half. So I don't think I was like terribly off on on the actual like value. Um, oh man. Um. Okay. So let's go back through him. I mean, obviously, I, I think I gambled on whoever the receiver was for the James Robinson Thielen trade. And right. I mean, preseason Thielen still really had some value. value. I, mean, um, I, I picked the Amon Ross St. Brown side, and I still feel good about that. I, I would give Gabe Davis and Kareem Hunt for Amon Ross St. Brown right now. The Diggs one, the Diggs one gives me pause. <laughs> um, it's dead even in the calculator. Because of how much I love Diggs. But, but I – this is the move that like I tell people to do and I, but then I have a hard time doing it because I love digs, but it is like, that's why I actually put it out there. Cause then it forces me to kind of go through that process. Mostly I want other people to also think about their process as well. That's why I really share it. Cause I think a process is more important than the specific player, but it does also force me to then go and look at my teams and on teams where I'm not competing. I think breaking down digs right now to that, to Gabe Davis, Brandon Ayuk in a 24 first. Right. Actually, I think that's a pretty good return. That's I a was lot looking of at the back. I was looking at the wrong trade. That one is heavily favored in the Gabe Davis <laughs> first <laughs> side. Okay. Um, it's the next trade that was dead even. The Najee. Uh, the Najee, the Najee and, and Jonathan Taylor side. Yeah. I, I think I would still take the Gabe Davis Najee side as well. So I think I feel okay with um all of my choices, not even knowing because good lord, that's just what happens. Gamble on 23-year-old receivers, people. Um, I don't think Najee Harris is as bad as he has been. The problem is, don't get me wrong. I understand he's still young. He was an older rookie. <laughs> he is on a terrible team in Pittsburgh. He's older a, than Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, with a terrible quarterback in Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh's replacing Pickett after no, this year. Not like yet. next year, it's probably going to be Pickett. Maybe they bring in some veteran that's like a Mitch Trubisky level to be the backup just in case. Um, <laughs> that's not going to be great. So I think I think Najee Harris is one of those guys who's just kind of all going to have his career derailed by situation, um, which is why I'm not super interested in him. But I think he can be better than what he has been. <sighs> Man, that's a tough one. I I I, I would like to break down Jonathan Taylor to, to a couple other pieces, but I think I still feel okay 
um, with breaking him down to Najee and and uh, Gabe Davis. Oof. I mean that 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 is probably of all these trades, like that's the one that could go just terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> if if Najee Harris continues to be not great in Pittsburgh, and Gabe Davis doesn't continue to be the most efficient person in the world, um, it, that that feels like a big loss. But Gabe Davis is put. I mean, it's. <laughs> It might be high efficiency, but he's in that offense with, you know, Josh Allen. Like, I don't know that there's a really a reason to expect it other than we expect it just to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason to think he can't continue to score. And maybe he starts scoring in a little bit different way and he gets more involvement than than what he has been. So I think he still has plenty of potential to, to increase. Oh, that one really, that one's that one I'm kind of struggling with, Bob. The John breaking down Jonathan Taylor to that. I think it's the right move. All right. He is getting he'll be 24 next year. Yeah. They, he's got a lot of miles. I think it's uh, the right move. They they're a mess at quarterback in, Oh my god. In Indy. They're offensive uh, line. They've been a they've been a mess. I mean, they haven't recovered from Andrew Luck. Well, they they weren't doing what they needed to do for Andrew Luck. That's maybe if they had, maybe he'd have played a little bit longer. Uh, they did not learn their lesson from Andrew Luck. We'll say not that like they needed to protect Matt Ryan's, you know, all that, but they haven't really invested um, at the quarterback position. But still, like they sure as hell have not invested around anybody to protect them. So, uh, yeah, I don't really like either of the running backs' situations. So I guess Gabe Davis is the right one to go for. God, he's 23. That's, I didn't realize he is. I mean, he is, I know, I do know that like he is a younger, a younger veteran because he's not a rookie, but 23, man, that seems really young for him still. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So let's move on. I'd rather uh, go get T Higgins. How, how, what's it going to take for me to get from Gabe Davis to T Higgins? Um, T Higgins is. Uh, it's gonna take you probably a, a first. No, maybe, less maybe than a, a couple first. Of, maybe a couple of seconds. Maybe I can offer a couple of seconds. Less than a first. Um, yeah, I can see a couple of seconds. Maybe getting it done. Um, All right, let's let's breeze late, through a couple of pits trades. Late, I I don't know a if late we have first. A, a late Might. first. A late first is going to put you way over the top, so that might get it done. That probably gets it done. Yeah, I don't know how much strength I have for pits for pits trades this week, Bob. But all right, well, let, there, let's give the been people quite, the There's been quite a ho- holding pattern, so I've got a uh, 16 team, a 14 team, and a 12 team trade. Let's go. Let's go 12 to 16. Let's start with the easy one. All right, the 12 team. My general trade. thoughts, folks, on pits. Look, I'm not getting rid of him. I'll, I'll try to add him, but I have not had any success because people know that I love him. Uh, I would say continue to try and add him. Like, I, if you believe that Atlanta is going to change their ways, might not be this year. <laughs> it might not be until Arthur Smith is gone. Uh, continue to try and add him. But other than that, I mean, a tight end, just go get go get Andrews and Kelsey. <laughs> They're the only two tight ends I feel like playing in any lineup right now on a regular basis. All, All right, right, go on. So That's my got- general thoughts. Go, go with the trades. <laughs> Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, and A.J. Brown for Kenny Pickett, Ugh. Darnell Mooney, 
2023 first and Kyle Pitts. Okay, so let's see. How can I piece this out? Pollard. Oh man, nothing like nothing balances. Um, and this is um, a DLF uh, maybe, maybe like league, maybe so like pick it in the first. I don't think that even equals Dak. I mean, for me, pick it kind of equals Pollard because <laughs> I just don't like him at all. Um, AJ Brown is close-ish to. I think it's I think it's the Dak and AJB side. I don't really care about Pickett, Mooney, or Pollard, but they don't cancel out. Like, but I just don't care about them. <laughs> none of those players would stop me from making a deal that would include Pitts, AJB, or Dak. Like, no matter which side they were on, you could literally put Mooney and Pickett on the Dak side and it's not going to weigh in for me because I just don't care about those assets. So the first I care about pits, I care about AJB and Dak. Um, I feel like you're getting Dak pretty cheaply in this. Cause I don't think the difference between pits and AJB is enormous. Um, so I think you're getting Dak really, really cheap in this. So I'm going to take Dak AJB side. You got me, Bob, not a pit side. Okay. But that's just because I hate Pickett and I don't care about Darnell Mooney. The 14-team league, you've got... I think it's a little thinner. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, baby. Kendrick Bourne. Tyler Algier. Logan Thomas. For Rondell Moore and Kyle Pitts. Uh, I mean, I'm going to take the Pitts side here. This is Pitts versus CMC, essentially. Uh and I we know we, that gets rejected everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yep. Bob has been that. there before. It might it actually might work right now. Now that CMC got traded to the 49ers, oh yeah, there is and buzz. Pitts is obviously I mean, there while we still like him, um, there are plenty of people who will get impatient. Like this is the time if, if you are a believer that a team doesn't spend the fourth overall pick on a player that they want to just be a blocking tight end. Um, which hey, look, seems like he does a pretty good job at it. <laughs> Yay. Uh, yeah, I'll take the pit side. 14 teamer. Okay. Yeah, that's hard to it's hard to find tight ends in a 12 team. 14 gets a little thinner. I'm interested to see what this 16 team is. The 16 teamer is a one quarterback league. Okay. And it's Kyle Pitts for a 2023 first. Oh my god. Like, and this is a 16 teamer. That that's a Yes, it could be the 101. It could be Bijan Robinson. Uh, mm-hmm. I would give Bijan Robinson for Kyle Pitts right now, uh, even though I love Bijan Robinson. It could be all the way down to in a one QB league. So you're taking the quarterbacks out from what we normally think about. You're looking at like a mid second, which is there's still some good it, players, it, but they are not Kyle Pitts. I, I highly doubt that. The team that is on the uh, winning end of the league is reaching out for Kyle Pitts. Do you think? 
it's probably a middling team. I would say. Yeah, I would. I would say it's probably if you're, if you're mid to low. The yeah. You you are shooting for the one on one to get Bijan Robinson. So you're not trading your first. If you're in championship contention, you're well. I would make that move if I'm in championship contender. And I that's can get you. That's that's me. Um, that's price. Because I'm doing it. I'm not doing it as a win now move. I haven't been able to do that, of course, because people won't give them to me for that price. Um, but it's probably a borderline team, a team that's trying to play both ways and like wants him to have production. So maybe they can get pushed into the playoffs, but their worst outcome is they lost their middling pick, which is in like a 108 in in a 16 team league. Um, maybe they lose out on that, but hey, then they have Kyle Pitts for next year. Like that's pretty good. So it's probably somewhere in there with with literally no context about the league. Uh, that's just how I would guess it who is who is giving it up. If it's a playoff team already set, I mean that's a smash if you're giving a late first and a 16 teamer for Kyle Pitts. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, I, I can't see that happening. No. <laughs> that would make no sense. That's why when they get into the 16 team leagues, it's tough to figure out what the values are comparative to a 12 team because they obviously have uh, a lot of adjustments in their rules. A 16 teamer is fun. I mean, it's, I, I play in one uh, and it is single quarterback, but with very tough, like quarterback settings. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a different style league. You notice the difference between 12 and 16 teams, 14 teams. You don't totally notice. But from 12 to 16, you totally notice. And it's also kind of the reason that I like put it out the other day on Twitter. I kind of want to do an eight-team base league because I kind of want to see what it feels. I've never played in an eight-team league. I kind of want to see what that feels like to just have all these studs in lineups instead of being like, well, I'm playing Caleb Huntley this week. Yay! <laughs> like, I don't want to have to see Caleb Huntley ever in my starting lineup. I mean, that's we we play in a lot of leagues with deep benches, so we don't have to use the waiver wire and worry about that on Tuesdays. Um, I just looked up 16 team Kyle Pitts is equal to a 2023 20, first in a 16 team, one quarterback, non tight end premium. So it, if it was a middle to early first, it, it's pretty uh, pretty spot on for the value. Very nice. All right. Well, that's all we have time for today. Do you have anything on the way out, John? I do not. I do not. Again, if uh, if you want to come talk trades with us, uh, join that Discord. It's usually in my pinned tweet somewhere. I'm sure Bob's got it on his uh, Twitter timeline. Um, I don't know if DTC posted it on theirs. They should probably... Whoever runs that social media account for DTC should probably just pin it. Yeah, uh, they should probably it, retweet it, it at tweet. least. Yeah, yeah, probably should. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, one of the most fun things I do is when somebody said, you know, when I, I'll throw it out every once in a while, hey, for the next hour, I'm going to, I'll weigh in. If you're not sure if you're a contender or not, bring, bring us your roster, uh, your record and your points for all play win percentage, always a nice bonus because that makes it a hell of a lot easier to determine, but. Uh, and that's always fun because a lot of times when people are asking the question, kind of know the answer. They just want somebody else to tell them that, nah, you're not a contender. Or they want to brag about an awesome roster, which is also fun. And John, John will not hesitate to let you know. Nope, I am honest. 
I'm honest. They, I should be. That's why people are that's, asking. That's why they're asking. I, mean, that's I, I why agree. People ask. They want to know, and I'm not going to be like, oh well, if you make if everything goes right, you're a contender. That's that means you're not a contender. <laughs> like if you're looking at it, well, if this guy if this guy has a good game, and then this guy has a good game, and I can trade my first for this, and then this guy hits. Like if you're going through that many ifs, you're not a contender, folks. <laughs> what you should be saying is, if everybody has a bad game, can I still manage to squeak through the playoffs and get to the title game? If that's the case, then you're a contender. All play record. <laughs> All play record tells you a ton. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time on the Dynasty Time Let's travel back in time and unravel the schemes. Checking out our teams is partly dream. JT103, maybe you would see me. Trading back in Superflex to snag a QB. Got hindsight now to unravel the past. Back to the future because the value moves fast. You could go back to 2015, tell yourself that Mariota's not at all what he seems. Or maybe a couple years ago that Josh Allen punchline really can throw. In the here and now, we'll make the world all right. Help you in the future with the past insight. In the time machine, from here you'll see everything it takes to build a dynasty. T to the I, to the M, to the E, M, A to the C, H, I, N, E. T to the I, to the M, to the E, M, A to the C, H, I, N, E. The Dynasty Time Machine, coming at you.